Welcome to Cultivating Goodness, the podcast where we refuse to settle for who we are by pushing ourselves and lovingly encouraging those around us to become the best we can be. I'm your host, Tristan Sinclair, and in this episode, I'm joined by my friend, Joy Evans. I have known Joy my entire life, but we are not on the same side of the coin when it comes to social media. She has it, and I do not. Joy is currently working as a wedding planner, and I for a media company, so from our personal and vocational perspectives, here is our advice when it comes to taking a break from social media. So you mentioned how a trend that's going along with a lot of people our age is to either delete social media, but then if you're not deleting it, to unplug and have a Mm -hmm. detox, Mm -hmm. where people are constantly putting on social media, I'm taking a break for the next month or the next two months or the next six months. It's like trendy to delete your social media or to get off detox through social media. And even, I even have friends that have tried going on a break from social media for like a month at a time or two months at a time. And then they've just given up and deleted it entirely, which is great. But then like get a new account or have a new (laughs) approach to it, you know? Or like in my experience, I I have Instagram and, and Pinterest, but I use Instagram a lot more than Pinterest. But if I ever go off Instagram for a while, well then I'm on Pinterest like a ton. So it's like, you know, I'm just kind of trying to fill it with something else. My thing with that is just like, just delete it. It's such a vicious cycle. Just yeah. delete, Google how to delete the account and just and delete, delete it, it. be yeah. done with it. But for those who, for whatever reason, good, bad, not aware of it, mm-hmm. aware of it, still have social media and you're taking a break and then getting back on, how do you make the most of that break? Just taking, taking a start, which I think everyone should take a start even if this is the podcast or video that inspires you to take that just go right now think about what you want to accomplish by not having social media and have that be your motivation don't let someone else deleting social media be your motivation and then and take it as a challenge for yourself really challenging and disciplining ourselves which I think is another thing that we could go on a tangent about is how our generation just doesn't like to discipline themselves but challenging yourself to stick at what you're what you're wanting to do or what you're wanting to accomplish. And I think something that's practical is taking a, a, a frame of time that's actually achievable that you could actually do and not just get overwhelmed with and give up. Take that amount of time, stick to it, create your goals, and then create ways that you can achieve those goals too. So if you want to give up Instagram for a month in order to spend more time with the Lord, then wake up every morning and instead of scrolling on your phone for 10 minutes, go read a new devotional for 10 minutes. Buy a new devotional to spark you (laughs) to read that devotional. And then journaling too is a great way to get out those thoughts that you're thinking about social media. Every time you think about craving that chronic scrolling or to go see what he's up to or what your friends are doing or FOMO, what you're missing out on, like just journaling those feelings and how you're eventually going to feel so much better by unhooking. And then um, at the end of the month, not just immediately getting back on Instagram and going back to your old ways, but assessing what is best for you on gaining social media back. Maybe you want to extend the period. Maybe you want to delete your account forever. (laughs) You know, maybe you want to have a new approach on how you use Instagram and what's beneficial for you because I think the main reason why I've wanted to get off Instagram or or social media in general in the past is just because it's taking such a toll on me mentally like comparing myself to other people or seeing things that I am feeling lonely about or being you know not included on things. How is that going to change when I get Instagram back? How am I going to change how I use it so I'm not feeling those same feelings again? Just because someone else is deleting Instagram isn't a good enough reason for you 
need to delete Instagram because it's just not going to stick. You want to delete or get off your social media for what's best for you and how you can better yourself by not having those yeah. social medias. I had a personal account um, for Instagram from when I was a freshman in high school through my freshman year of college. And long story short, after going through and thinking through what's best for me, what do I want, how am I being benefited, how am I being hurt, which mostly ended up on the con side. And mm -hmm. so I said, okay, I'm done. I deleted Instagram. I got a business account for Instagram mm -hmm. because I was like, okay, maybe the problem is I'm just using it for personal use and just telling people what I've been up to in my personal life. Right. What if I take it from a different perspective? I was taking it from a business side, like promoting my blog, promoting my YouTube channel, looking into analytics, like not following people because I wasn't there to like follow people. I was there to like promote stuff. Having that account for a little bit, I fell into the exact same habits that I had beforehand where I just right. like, Oh, I have a couple minutes and then I'm just scrolling. I found that when I'm on my phone, it tends to be for quick, easy entertainment away from mm -hmm. like amusement away from the mind type of yeah. thing. But when I'm on my computer, I'm on my computer to be productive. I'm on my computer to be creative. Mm -hmm. And when I'm on my computer, I don't just do random amusement scrolling type of things. I'm there to create and to write and yeah. to produce a lot of social media apps. You can access them from the internet on your computer. And so what I did is I deleted the apps off of my phone and I bookmarked them and my browser on my computer. Then when I'm on them, I am naturally instinctly on them to create pins work. to promote my blog mm -hmm. post to work. When you're talking about wanting to take a break and wanting to be off of social media less, make it harder for mm -hmm. you to be on social media. Yeah. We as humans naturally take the path of least resistance. So if it's <laughs> harder for you to get onto your phone, if it's harder for you to get on social media, then you won't do it. Like even super simply, like with YouTube, I don't have it in my bookmarks bar just by itself. I have it in a folder on my bookmarks mm -hmm. bar. And I have found it amazing that because I cannot see it in my bookmarks bar, you're not clicking. I don't just click yeah. on it to see what's going on. Yeah. It's an extra millisecond of work. Yeah. But it saves so much time because I just don't randomly yeah. just click on it. Like I have to purposely like have a reason to go mm -hmm. there and then I'm productive with it. And so if you're keeping social media for business or just because you whatever in your head like need to keep it, then set yourself up for success. Yeah, is ultimately like what you're like thinking here, like think about it, reflect about it, figure out the pros, figure out the cons, look at yourself and look at how you are treating these platforms and make it so that what you want out of life and what you want out of these platforms, set it up so that actually happens. And that goes with the toxicness that social media brings and how comparison is so real for our generation and the generation younger than us too. Like it's so sad, like you said, breaks my heart to see mm -hmm. people younger than us even just getting so consumed with this world that they feel like they need to attain to be able to be successful, but really analyzing and being self-aware for what is successful for you, not what the world deems as successful because today that's so corrupt and that's so different and it's so warped with social media. And that's the exact reason why I ended up deleting my business yeah. account because I was thinking about, okay, I'm here on Instagram, starting afresh, new guidelines, new things set up for me to succeed. I'm going to use this account to promote my blog and my YouTube channel. But then as the year was going on, I started thinking, why am I here? What do I want off of this platform? And I was like, well, I want people to be aware of my blog and my YouTube channel. And that looks like 1.2 million followers. And then I was thinking, do I really want that many people looking at me? If I have that many people watching me, there's going to be so much pressure to keep up 
that standard of content that I'm putting out there. Video production is something that I, I'm trained to do. I have a degree in doing, but even then vlogging is so hard for me to do. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, people want to know the you behind these type of videos. Sure. They want to know yeah. your day-to-day -day life, but it is so hard for me to like set up a camera and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing because yeah. I just want to live. I yeah. don't want electronics like watching yeah. me and not from like a creepy like big brother kind of standpoint. I just want to be able to like just live and not have yeah. to think about the lighting, not to think about the angle, not to think about how am I going to edit this all together yeah. type of thing. And so that was where with my business account, just taking it and being like, okay, shoot for the moon. Why are you here? Why do you want social media? What are you trying to get out of it? And then take that big dream picture, whether it's idealistic or not, and evaluate it and think through logistically, what does that actually look like? What does that actually mean? Is that what you want? That's something that I love about this is that it is your passions and it's something that you're inviting other people to share their passions. And you want your viewers to enjoy that, but you're not specifically creating just because this is what people want to watch, if that makes sense. And that's what so many people that they're watching all of these statistics and these numbers of what people like to watch. And so it goes from what they started to create and what they started to like to create and passion and people like watching to them kind of narrowing it down and singling it. And now they're just kind of like scraping anywhere they can with content that they think other people are going to like to watch based on the numbers and yeah. their likes and their followings and everything. And then that's just draining them of any creativity. And you become a slave. Yep. yep. And that is so sad to see. Someone said, um, I wish you all could have the money and fame that I have and see that it's not mm. all that or something yeah. like that. I butchered that quote. No, but yeah, but, but, <laughs> but that's what it is. is. Yeah. I mean, like it or not, we all at some point kind of want to have yeah. money have fame be known by everyone yeah. but that's not what it is and and yeah. that specific celebrity did, did not know christ and we knowing christ know that what he that hole that he's missing is christ and mm -hmm. we have that yet we can still we can still minimize christ and say yeah. like oh i that's not where my full identity is found i still want some identity from my likes on Instagram or my views on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. And that's scary to think about. We've been dabbling on the surface, but that's really the core part of it, of trying to find your identity and then trying, if you're using it from an influencing standpoint or a business standpoint, trying to work out of your purpose, we are trying to fill this hole. So that's what, from my standpoint of deleting my business account, because I saw like this big in the lights, blown out, like fame type of thing. And I was like, that's not what I want. And mm -hmm. so that's where to connect, you have to downsize. And that's because we as, as humans, while we do have bigger communities, bigger circles, whether that be a huge following somewhere on the internet, or you're just, you have a church family or, you know, some sort of bigger community, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even then, smaller circles is where that relational growth and development happened. And it's like, even like Jesus had the multitudes and he had the 12 disciples, but the people he was the closest to were Peter, James, and John, mm -hmm. his three, his close yeah. following. And that's where I've realized myself with the other half of thinking about of my business account and trying to take social media from a different perspective of this is not how I work best. Yeah, I can like write out an article and then like read it off a teleprompter and that be a video, <laughs> but you're not seeing like the, the raw, a, a bigger picture of who yeah. I am, the raw or side yeah. of who I am. And that's, and that's why people like the vlogs. Exactly. Yes, you're a person of the vlogs. Yes, exactly. And that's why, even though it's hard for me to produce vlogs, it's good because people like want to, like part of the reason why you're following me on blog yeah. and YouTube is because people care about people. They want to know about me as a person. Right. And so me wanting to serve like my thoughts, beliefs, perspectives, 
I do not work best by speaking to multitudes of people through one on one camera. Mm-hmm. I work best by having a person over and bouncing off ideas. Right. And because you say something that sparks something else, yeah. and we go back and forth. And yeah. this, that's the entire epiphany of how the series started with me, Kylie, and Kaylee sitting yeah. down and we're talking about what we believe in our heartstrings, our passions, our like yeah. things we capitalize, <laughs> like type of things. Like those capitalizing things do not happen when I am talking to a camera yeah. because I don't have two eyes, a heart and a soul to bounce yeah. off of. I need that one-on-one interaction. Right. And so that's a huge part of with my Instagram account of being like this thing that I want, like the impact that I want to have on people is not going to happen with 1.2 million followers. It's going to happen with one-on-one connection. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately where you think like, I want to change the world. Changing the world is not going to happen by you speaking in one mic to every TV screen in the world it's yeah. going to happen by you being a good person and impacting those yeah. in your small circle your family your your closest yep. friends and you impacting them they're going to impact others yeah. who are going to impact others and you're going to change the world by a ripple effect and so that's where thinking of like taking self-awareness and just really stopping and thinking why am i here what do i want out of this and like how is that matching up with who you are, with your purpose, with your identity. And that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. (laughs) But like, how is that playing out? And how is social media helping or hindering where you want to go in life? I think about Bob Goff in his first book, Love Does. That's something that we can't get with social media. We can't get that action where one person can can come speak face to face or face to camera (laughs) and or like post on Instagram and reach millions of followers but they're lacking that action that their motivational words are backing up. But where's that action where they're going door to door or they're meeting the needs in their community. And Bob Goff inspires so many of us to go ahead and go through and do more. And so when you have social media, you have this platform of people that you want to connect with. Sure, you can use your social media to benefit and and say, but as you need to back it up with this doing and this work where you're actually getting into the lives of those people and impacting them, meeting mm-hmm. their needs, meeting them where they're at to make a difference. There is so much more we could say about the pros and cons, benefits and bad sides about social media. So we're going to just list off some resources that we found super beneficial that would be super helpful for you to watch, read or listen to. So a couple books, 12 Reasons Your Phone Is Changing You is a That's huge Bible book for social oh media. <laughs> I read that book after I developed all of my beliefs about social media, but that book summarizes like pretty much everything I could say about social media beautifully. So I highly recommend reading that book. Amusing Yourself, Amusing Ourselves to Death by Neil Postman. That's one I read in college. That's a really good look at how it's impacting culture and society in general. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry is a really good one talking about why we need quiet, we need rest, we need to take a Sabbath. Highly recommend that one. We both thought The Social Dilemma is a really good movie documentary to go over. And it's with on looking Netflix. At. It's on Netflix, mm-hmm. so that would be a good one. And then you had a couple. The Influence-ish podcast where she talks about being alone and how to enjoy it. And then Sadie Robertson also does a podcast with someone else about that being self-aware and taking care of yourself. Um, it's called Social Media is Only as Healthy as We Are. So definitely check out all of those resources. And if you have any other aspects that you would like me enjoy or me and other people to cover in this series, put them in the comments below and we will definitely want to get more episodes talking about that.